Welcome to the Your Money Hour podcast. I am your host, Dakota Grady. And today's guest, the guests, I say, are Diane and Charles Whitford. They are from, well, they've been traveling around the country, I say, and maybe been all, all over the globe, but I'll let you all tell who you are. They are, well, Diane is the author of the book, Clearly Ready, which came out last year. Is that right, Diane? Yes, yes, yes. So you all have the floor. Welcome to the show. All right. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, thanks for having us, Dakota, here on Money Matters. I am Diane Woodford, author of Clearly Ready, See Yourself in Your Next Season. I'm Charles Woodford, <laughs> uh, supporting the project as well. Uh, I am a retired critical <clears throat> care nurse, um, author, uh, mentor, coach, uh, women's ministry, and um, speaker. So, yeah, that's yep. what I do. And Charles, oh, yeah. sorry, and the co-host of the Love Drops podcast. Yes, yeah. yes. And I'll start out with that, co-host of Love Drops podcast. I'm retired from the uh, federal government and my own business that I had a management agency. And I'm a lecturer and instructor also in holistic health. And Charles, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say, and Charles has his book coming out soon. Yes, the book will be coming out soon. It's entitled uh, Tai Chi with Master Woody, a holistic approach to health for life. Yes. All right, so let's talk about Diane's book. Came out last year, Clearly Clearly Ready, excuse me. And talk about that, like the process from you writing, to editing, to actually publishing. And, and let's talk about that. Since we're both authors, this your lady first. Go ahead, you got the floor. Talk about your process. <laughs> All right, so, okay, so the process, the process for the book um, started with just a consistent writing schedule, just a consistent writing schedule. So prior to this book, uh, making it to publication, I started repeatedly on different manuscripts and they all got shelved and they will come to life at some point. But with this book, we started with a consistent schedule um, of writing, just a consistent schedule of writing. So um, I started a 40 day writing journey. I got up at 4 a.m. every day and wrote and the manuscript got done. So that's how we started the process. Yes. So, in terms of that 4 a.m. routine, were you working or were you already retired? Like, what was that like? Yes, so I was already retired and um, in Nashville and pretty much uh, full-time just uh, women's ministry and doing a lot of volunteering and on various committees. Yeah, that's, yeah. In terms of your support system, off air, we talked about that. Having Charles was something that was important. Can you talk about that? How having the support system is important in terms of you writing your book? Absolutely, absolutely. Because it, um, to stay consistent, you have to have someone that's pushing you, cheering you, and holding you accountable. Um, I turn over to Charles, and he can, you know, kind of talk yeah. about. Well, how- where that support system comes comes in at 
is being understanding, understanding of what the process is going on. Getting up at four o'clock in, in the morning uh, with Diane to get her started with the coffee, make sure it's a nice quiet space for her work in, getting her going there. And then what she's going, then I get a chance to go back to sleep, get the support back to sleep. But the first thing is to get her started every day, Every, well, during those 40 days, four o'clock, get it going. After that, then I can just ease on in the background while the motor is going, her creativity is going, the words are coming from her brain onto the paper. So did you do an outline to get everything started or did you just have everything in your mind and get like a, I guess, a mind dump, as you say? That's a great question. So what happened was the 40 days of writing. Um, I have a blog, um, Paths to Transformation. And on that blog, what I was doing is I was blogging um, stories in that 40 day time. So that's how, so when I initially started on that 40 days, it was not in manuscript form, I was writing to the blog. So I was writing the stories to the blog. And then after that 40 day period, I reviewed all the stories, uh, selected the stories that would go into the book, and then just kind of did not necessarily a rewrite, but kind of an edit for the book to put the stories in the book. So um, I guess you would say it went from blog to manuscript in that form, yeah. So for me, I knew what I want to talk about. So I put things on paper, but then eventually I'll put things in an outline form. And for those who have writer's block, the best way in my opinion to overcome that is to have an outline because you know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. And so, um, so like with your, the, the different with your book and my book, because my book is a collection of short inspirational stories. So because uh, they're a collection of short inspirational stories, um, I guess that's like pretty much the outline of it is just, you know, that collection of stories. Um, kind of, you know, kind of jump in to uh, what the theme of the program, Money Matters, is a lot of times in just getting jumping into that manuscript and starting to write um you focus a lot on the bottom line and yes it does you know cost to you know get your manuscript to print but you cannot allow that to just take over so much that it cripples your writing you just move forward go with the writing the bottom line it shifts so as, as you write, you'll, you know, you kind of get to it. So you, um, as far as like an outline, I did have a figure. I did some research as far as like getting the book, you know, published. And so I did have a figure. And so um, with that figure, I just began to look at how, you know, that could be, you know, how I could reach that figure. And so um, collectively, we just um, started, uh, we spoke to our friends. We spoke to our friends, uh, told them, you know, our project and uh, people, um, as it was, as the manuscript was beginning to take life, people seated, you know, there, there was a, a required in people seated into the project, you know, to, 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 to bring that manuscript to life. Yeah. So you mentioned 
I guess you were referring to the cost of the book, the bottom line, right? Yes. So you're saying, I assume you're saying people may start writing because they don't think they have the money to continue to publish it. Is that what you're saying? Yes. yes. Or they don't even, they won't even get started with it because they feel like they have to have all their ducks in a row. And that's so untrue. To write, all you have to do is just write. Just start writing. Just start writing. And a, a, a big tip that I, I would give people is don't try to write and edit. You know, that that was like kind of one of the things because you, you're trying to get it perfect. Just, just put it out there and just, you know, just kind of write. Just like a painter, you just take it and just throw all the paint, you know, just throw it all out there and then kind of, you know, bring it to what you want to yeah. do. Yeah, it's like a, a big lump of clay. You get it out there and then you sculpture it. You, you work on it, but uh, don't just trim off the fat from the beginning. Put it all out there. Tell yourself there's no stopping. You can do it. And there's just going out there and do it. You'll be amazed at the end product, but uh, just don't stop yourself. And a lot of people, they stop themselves before they really get started. They've already stopped it. They've come up with all these obstacles that don't even exist. Mm. So we're talking about editing. So you wrote the manuscript and then, well, did you finish your manuscript in the 40 days or did it take longer? Yeah, I absolutely finished it. I mean, I had all, I had everything I needed for my book in the 40 days. So then uh, the process, it would have been a much larger book had I used, you know, just all the materials. So the process, so I had everything out there. So after 40 days, then it, the process is what was going to make it into the book. So then I selected, you know, the stories to make it, you know, to put into the book. Yeah. All right. For me, my process, I was going to take four months to finish my book because I had a friend who did it. So I wanted to challenge myself to do the same thing, but it took me over a year to do it, but it's done. So the editing part, me, I'm a good editor. I mean, I, I have an eye for editing things, but I edited the book, my book here, Financial Hope, and my wife edited it. I had somebody else edit it for me, and then I edited it again. <laughs> yes, yes. So talk about the editing part. What, what was involved in your process? So um, as far as editing, um, kind of similar. I edited it, um, Charles looked at the book, uh, got a friend that is a uh, editor. That's what she, you know, that's one of her jobs. She edited book, then got another friend to edit the book. So it was like four eyes on it. And then, you know, it came back to me as well. And that 40, so just to be, just to be clear, the 40 days was to get it all together. Then after that, it was a period, the, the editing period, probably it, it was more expansive. It, you know, it went on a little bit longer than that. So, um, so the book was written and starting editing in Nashville. Then we got on the road, we got on the road and we began to travel. And so we ended up in Arizona. So once we got into Arizona, then I began the process of taking uh, my edited material and putting it into 
a um, taking that material and then putting it into manuscript form and so that you know so that's how it, it got put into manuscript form and this is a, a key point when you get it all out you get so excited because it's like you can see the end light and you want to kind of hurry up and rush but you have to let the process you know you have to just follow the process and so in in that it was just kind of like a slow down that editing point is a slow you know kind of like a slow down you want to rush through it but you find yourself just keep going, keep going, keep going. And so in that editing point, you have to get to a stop line. Cause you will, I could still be editing the book now, you know, just still going, you know, cause it's just like, you keep finding things. So like, that's where the outline that you said, because you keep wanting to change it and be like, oh, I could, you know, do this, this and this. And I mean, it was to like the very minute with the title. Cause I had one, you know, running title and then, you know, it changed. So. Um, in Arizona, when I finally got to the editing point and the manuscript was edited, I came up with this. And so this, I took my manuscript, I took it to Staples, right? And we had them binded and, you know, just kind of put it on this form to, you know, like this is the, you know, first part of the, the process, right? So it's, it's a, a big achievement there. And so, yeah, so yeah. So for me on mine, mine was basically uploaded to, I, I uploaded mine to Ingham Spark and they're in Smyrna, Tennessee. Okay. So after I edited it, then I uploaded it to Ingham Spark. And then let's talk about the distribution part of it. So after I uploaded it, I converted it to an ebook and then the actual book. Talk about yours. I mean, I self-published too. And you self-published as well. Right. So after you had edited it, what was next for you? So I went through 48 hour print um, company and um, it was referred by a friend and I went with them because they do a print on demand and I you know, can have books shipped if I need them shipped in volume that I can you know, just have them shipped in for the speed because we were on the road. So you have to, again, we started in Arizona uh, yeah, we got, well, we started the book in Nashville, uh, at in Arizona, got the book in Arizona. And so, um, we just have it in book form. We are looking to do like ebook and audio book, like what you're doing. But right now it's just, we just have it here. You know, we just have it in, um, form, uh, paperback. Um, so what we did is we sent it off, we got a proof back, and then we um, expedited the process because once we received our books, we left Arizona, went to Colorado, um, left Colorado, went to California for our first book sign. So, you know, it's kind of, you know, kind of speeding up a little bit into that. Yeah. And the book signing in California went very well indeed. Yeah, we met a lot of other folks and folks knew we were having a book signing there and they came. They yeah. came from a lot of different areas for the uh, initial book sign. Yeah. 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 So you got the book, uploaded it, had it printed, and did you were you satisfied with the end result? Did you see anything you could have changed, improved? Yes, I was satisfied with the end result. Um, 
Yeah, I was very satisfied with the end, end result. I was satisfied with the, the cover of the book. And that's another thing because that, you know, using your resources. So we have a friend that's an artist. So we gave him our vision of, you know, what we wanted on the cover as far as the picture. And he he, he nailed it. You know, he, he painted it out for us. Um, and he has a gallery actually in Clarksville. His name is Ola. So yeah, he has a gallery in Clarksville, Tennessee. And um, yeah, he was um, very instrumental. Um, and also our nephew. Right, and our, our nephew did a, a, a drawing as well in the book. Um, I was very happy, but one of the things I will say is like, once I got it back with all the editing that we did, once I got it back and you know, kind of read, I saw like maybe one or two uh, things in the book and for me, again, it was like that speed because they send you the proof. So even when you edit it and you, you clear it with your editing, just be careful when you get your proof. You always want to get a proof back. It's worth the investment. And when you get that proof back, you want to um, look at it very, very uh, carefully to you know, just make sure. But because I needed it like right away, it was time was of essence, um, it kind of, slid you know that kind of slid in not a big deal but when i reprint i will you know make a, a few you know modifications there so the marketing piece can you talk about what you did to get yourself out there you mentioned the book signing talk about right. that book signing and then the marketing piece for your book so as far as the marketing piece i would say word of mouth bar none regards all the social media and all those things, the word of mouth. So what happened, Go, we, we'll full circle it, to have friends invest, the friends that invested in, they were one of the first ones to get the book. And so when they got the, they got signed copies of the book, then that was word of mouth right there. Um, family members, you know, word of mouth, book signing, and just um, a lot of what my marketing came in is that I passed the book on, you know, so I signed the book. So if it was people that were uh, in head of groups, nonprofits or different things like that, then I signed the book over and, you know, just gave it to them to get the word out. So as far as marketing, your best thing is word of mouth, you know, is word of mouth. Um, again, back to your subject, just on a budget and, you know, just kind of the money component of it. Be very careful because once you, it's kind of like a snowball and you want to just really get going. You want to get your product out. You want to do shirts. You want to do all of these things. And it, um, you have to be careful not to put the cart in front of a horse. So um, with all the lessons and, and just the wisdom we got in the first piece of getting the book out, we put a lot of money into marketing put a lot of money you know just buy you know paying for the shirts and, and just doing things like that so what i would advise is just do pre-sales do pre-sales if you do pre-sales then that kind of helps you know with your your cost and in your collaboration you know so kind of like with your marketing kind of pre-sell the book and instead of like just buying them up first because then you got inventory on hand and you need to sell these books so you know you put all this money but you got to sell them and then if, if you're like us 
you're signing and giving the books away and I know you know that as well so it you know that that's like one of the one of the things so it with pre-sale that kind of when you have a heart to you know kind of like give that kind of helps you out yes it does I think we were, we were giving away more books but we looked at it as seeding more books we met a lot of people they were uh, they knew something about the book and something about uh, uh, the contents of it. So we were seeding the books as we were going along. And then they, but you know, like and say for example, we give away and then they order, you know, you give one book away and then they come back and they say, I want 10 books. Yes. You know, so that, that truly you, um, as far as marketing, you have to be willing to invest, you know, money into what you're doing, but you gotta do it wisely as i'm sure you you know you know you can't be giving product away it, it finally got to a point where it was like i can't be giving you know because and um another marketing thing um 50 of the profit sales of our book we are donating to a nonprofit um from your father so um last year like just a few months after after the book came out we were able to donate a thousand dollars to them at Christmas time, you know, just um, you know, at, at Christmas time. So yeah, so yeah. So those those things work, and they have a way of coming back to you. And from there, we gave away more books or seeding more books. And a lot of folks that we would meet, and we would have on shirts that's advertisement. And they oh yeah, would that's ask, another thing. They would ask us shirts. about it. <laughs> Yeah, they ask us about our shirts as we're marketing, and we gave away more books. Yeah, yeah. so it was more more seating, but in strategic places. And the marketing piece is important. I heard the hardest part of the whole process is the marketing. Say so the writing is easy per se, but the marketing part, getting your word out there about your book product, is is challenging. I must say, even for, even for me, it's challenging, but. I have given books away. Actually, I sold some recently. I mean, but I have given books away to get, just to get people to know about who I am and what, what I'm about. So as we wrap up here, you mentioned off camera about collaborations. Talk about how important that is, because I met you all through a guy in Hendersonville. I was asking an art show, and I got introduced to you all over a year ago, maybe two yeah. years ago. Yeah, so like now you in Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm in South Carolina. We met in Tennessee, but now right. we're doing a virtual meeting, a podcast meeting, and we know each other from years ago. So talk about how important collaboration is. Collaboration is extremely important because what it does is it um, kind of merges two projects. So uh, speaking of collaboration, just earlier this year, you and I were at an event um, from your father event um, where we were able to, to in-person collaborate again from the time we met two years ago. And so from that collaboration, we've been you know going and just sharing contact information. Um, the collaboration, so like for our book, a lot of women's groups, a lot of um you just you you find groups and leaders and just speak with them you know about your book networking networking is so very important 
um, product, you know, just kind of getting the product. And so that's a collaboration there because even with this t-shirt, it's a small business. And so as we are seeding into them, so they're telling people about us. And then, you know, you find other, you know, small businesses, you support, and then, you know, you get support back. So you have to be willing to support another person's dream and you do it on your level. So whatever your level is to support and what that does is it brings networks together. You know, it brings the you know various networks together. Yeah. So networking is very important in anything, especially in business and in life, because life is, is important to talk about people, to, to talk with people about your dreams, your goals, and then join people who are like-minded, who are also on mission, put you toward their dreams and goals too. So I think it's important. So tell us about your website. Your, where to find you on social media and your book, where to find it as well before we close. Y'all have the floor. All right, so um, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna wrap it really, really quick. Number one, um, you can achieve your dream on a budget and faith. You can't just go, that's number one. Number two, use what you have and your resources and the people that are in your groups and villages is a great way to start because they can tell people and it just expands from there. Number three, always give back and see back into other people's dreams and you know to make the collaboration. And number four, don't stop going. Don't stop going. Even when it seems hard, even when you bump into a wall, don't stop going. Don't stop believing in what you put out there in your dream. We are Paths to Transformation. Um, that is P-A-T-H-S, the number two, the word transformation, T-R-A-N-S-F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N.com. That is our website. And a good collaboration for that is we were entered into a drawing and it is being rebranded and it is at no cost to us. It was something we wanted to do again. Dream by faith, move, keep going and things, you know, things will fall into line for you. So that's our website. Our podcast is Love Drops, two words. Um, you can find us on all the major podcasting platforms, uh, Google, you know, Google search it, bring it to us. Um, the book, Clearly Ready, is now being uh, put on a website store. It's the first, you know, time that we had that with this new branding company. So it'll be available on our site. It is not available through Amazon because of the donations that we are, you know, giving to the nonprofit. So it's just um, on our site that you can get it. Um, you cannot do it alone. It takes a village. You must have a good support system. Mine's is Charles, and I turn it Charles. <laughs> yeah, you always need a good support system, and you don't limit yourself. Everywhere you go, you're advertising. With our t-shirts, with our conversation, we set books on the table at coffee shops while we're just discussing just everyday things. People are passing by, asking questions, additional networking, have your business cards ready, and giving them a point of contact continue to do that as you're receiving business cards from individual right on the back of them where did i meet this person because as time goes on you have these business cards and you forgot where you met the person from 
So then when you're following up for additional contact information, marketing, networking, networking, doesn't cost you that much. A lot of people think it costs a lot of money, but you just get out there and you do it. Awesome. Well, thank y'all for joining me on the Your Money Hour podcast. Check out the website for them. And where can they find you on social media? Real quick. Okay, so Instagram at Clearly Ready and at Paths to Transformation. Uh, Twitter at Paths to Trans... No, at Paths to Transform on Twitter. That's us. Awesome. (laughs) Thanks for the journey, Charles and Diane. And we'll talk later. Thank y'all for joining me. Thank you, Dakota. Thanks, Dakota. All right, bye.